It's a happy Friday to play a victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Good morning, Andrew. This is Rita. Happy Good morning, Friday. Ha happy Friday to you. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. I I've got a headset on and and this is the trial run, so wasn't I'm not sure how I'm coming through. Well, right now you're coming through okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you get the early bird award. That's a blessing because usually I get it and I get as far as the the corporate prayer and then I go to uh -huh. blank and then I get back when time for discussion. <laughs> yeah. I, uh -huh. I said usually I wake up and I get the the prayer, the corporate prayer and then for some reason I blank out and I come back for the discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh not everybody's a morning person. And sometimes it takes takes a little bit more to to to, to get you get you settled and and and, and fully awake. Well, I have sleep am uh, sleep apnea, so and insomnia, <laughs> so I have problems sleeping. So uh, so do I. So do I. I oh. uh, I I. It used to be sleeping three hours a night was was helpful because it uh, it it enabled me to do more work. I could, you know, I was always clear with my focus, and I was always energized. And <clears throat> the the jobs I had weren't nine to five, so often I would be working, you know, through the night all night into the next day so the not needing sleep was helpful but i did it for so long that my cloth broke and now it's a problem so uh yeah so I, I used to work at night yeah because i used to work at night so i know but i also yeah. have migraine headaches and they give me sleeping pills because they tell me i need to rest my mind my mind runs all night uh -huh. so i can't sleep and yeah. with the sleeping pills, they only last three hours. <laughs> yes, I've never, I've never had sleeping pills, but uh, okay. but, but I, uh, I I worked on Wall Street for nine years, and I would work a hundred hours a week, every week, and so I I get I get up in the morning, hit hit the office, and I never knew what time I was coming home, just because. Okay. Uh, of the of the work that 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 I was doing, but uh, you know God's been good. I am, uh, you know, my it, it it's affecting my health now. Like you know, all that stuff yeah. I did, you know, when I was young, catching up to me. But uh, yeah, and when you get my age, and when you get my age, you can't do nothing. <laughs> mm. Morning, Andrew. Good morning. Oh. Happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Andrew, Yay. real quick. Um, 
I'm sorry, Eva. I just I want to tell him once say, um, Dee Dee wants you to know that the Friday Night Live title is Baby Come Back. I don't know if that's in you know part of your um, thing, but you wanted me to remind you. I didn't want to text you. It was kind of late last night. Okay. No problem. Right, thank you. Sorry, Yvonne. Go no. ahead, honey. Hey, Yvonne. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. And God is good. All the time, all the time, God is good. That's good morning. Why I'm still here. Good morning, it's Susie. God bless you, Sister Susie. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too, brother. Good to hear you sound. Good to hear you too. You have a wonderful day. You as well. Thank you. Tell us I say howdy. I sure will. And is your brother still still visiting? No, we sent him oh. to the airport a couple of days ago, and I miss him already. <laughs> okay. Did 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 he did he get home safely? He sure did, yeah. Uh, excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Good morning, Thank you. Happy Friday. It's Diane. Happy Friday, Diane. Good morning. Happy Friday. Hi, Susie. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Miss Diane. It's Rochelle, I love you. Good morning, Rochelle. I love you too. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Friday. Good morning, Andrew. Happy Favorite Friday. Good morning, everyone. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Favorite Friday. Happy Friday, Prosperous Pam. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? Doing wonderful. Thank you. Good, good. Happy Friday, Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday, Pretty Patrice. Good to have you in the number. One more time. (laughs) And you have to quicken who were dead in trespasses and sin. Wherein in times past, you walked according to the courts of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, both quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. It's a happy Friday at the Quit of Victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Cynthia Jones. Good morning, Cynthia Jones. Happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday to you, too. For by grace are you saved through faith and not... And that not of ourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained 
that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh, made by hand, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. It's a glorious day of the clear victory. We're here to praise our God. My name is Andrew. Who's working on the call? Hey, Brother Andrew. Hi, everybody. Happy Paper Friday. It's Mona. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Mona. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Happy Friday. Thank you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sister Mona, would you call Sister RB, please? Okay. Hey, RB. Good morning, babe. Good morning. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross and slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both had access by one spirit unto the Father. The word of God for the people of God. Now, according to the clock on the wall, it's time we got our morning started. So I'm going to ask everyone who can hear me, please check your phone. Please find the mute feature. Please activate that same feature. As this call is being recorded, we want the word of God to be able to go forth and the speaker, as well as the listeners, need not be distracted by things on the periphery. So we can listen and we can focus on that which will make us richer, stronger, and more at peace. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and welcome to the Clear Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are Prayer Call, and we meet Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we are here to edify, empower, encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Friday. It's men's day. Only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you this morning. Please be sure to continue throughout the remaining portion of this month, October. Our monthly theme is access and authority. Make sure you tune in to November because our theme will change and the new theme will be reset. 
the theme for November is reset. We know that God will bless us through our wonderful and gifted declares. So announcements are before us today. Firstly, please join us this evening for Friday Night Live. It begins tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. still on Pacific Standard Time. And you reach that by calling the same number. You will be blessed if you tune in. Tonight's story title, Baby Come Back, Friday Night Live from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Theme is Baby Come Back. Secondly, we encourage you to partner with the Clear Victory in giving to promote the sharing of the gospel, both locally and abroad. There are three ways that you can do this. The first way is by visiting declarevictory.org. The second way is by visiting paypal.me slash declarevictory. Third way is visiting cash app dollar sign I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father we return to you for your giving and your trusting in him. There were no prayer requests on the online app this morning, but we have many prayer requests that revolve. When we hit our knees and commune with our Heavenly Father, the King of the Universe, the Most High, we need to bring these things to our mind and heart so that He can take the burden and give us peace regarding these same things. We lift the children up before him, the children in our homes, the children that we don't even know, the ones that are incarcerated in the detention centers, the ones that are being abused, neglected, and harmed, the ones that are hungry, the ones that are homeless, the ones that are struggling in school, the ones that are being bullied, the ones that are in stressed out homes because of the cares of life, because of pressures, financial, health-related uh, regarding this pandemic. We're praying for all the children. We're praying for the parents that are stressed. We're praying for the parents who don't know God and who are without hope. We're praying for the parents that are panicking. We're praying for those that are under such financial distress that they're thinking about harming themselves. We're lifting those up that are one step away from being homeless, one step away from being evicted, one step away from losing their job. We're lifting up the first responders who are facing people that are contagious every day. We're lifting up the hospital workers that are weary in their well-doing and serving those that are sick. We're lifting up police officers and firefighters who still have to attend to their business, protecting and serving. We're lifting up our leaders from the federal government all the way down to the local municipalities 
and the church, the ones that are under stress, the ones that don't know the Lord, the ones that don't fear God or regard men, the widow, the orphan, or the stranger, the wicked men who wield great power, who don't seem to be concerned with suffering. We're lifting them up before the Lord. We lift ourselves up to encourage each other, to be stronger, to reach for higher heights and deeper depths in the Lord for such a time as this. There are many who are running around feeling hopeless. They need to see us standing strong and on the word. We're praying for the yokeman of the gospel, that they may still be strong and give us a word in season. All of these and more do we keep on our minds and hearts as we approach the throne of God. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Jeff. Declaration will be rendered by Apostle Pierre. Immediately following the declaration, Apostle Pierre will lead us through Love, Life, and Victory, where he will answer questions and give further insights on the lesson that he brings. Our scripture for this morning is from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who was over all and through all and in all. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Once again, please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone. Make sure the mute feature is active and check throughout the call to make sure if you move your phone, if you change positions with your headset, that the mute is still activated. So that again, with this call being recorded, no background, no ambient noise can overlay the words spoken or distract the listeners from he who is speaking. That the word of God may do what it was intended and sent forth to do. Next voice you hear will be that of Brother Jeff, leading us to the throne of grace. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, God the Father. Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 God the Father, this morning we come to you this morning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, giving you thanks, Lord, for another day, Lord God, another opportunity, Lord God, to reverence you, Lord God, and to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, for all of the queer requests that were spoken by Brother Andrew, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for all of the, oh Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. For all of your word, Lord God, that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, Lord God, that bring to our remembrance, Lord God, all, Lord God, 
that you have spoken unto us, Lord God. Thank you for our salvation this morning, Lord God. Thank you for choosing us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for saving us, Lord God, for delivering us, Lord God, from out of the darkness, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Snatching us out of the darkness, Lord God, and bringing us into your marvelous light, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for reminding us of all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. Yes, Lord, we continue, Lord God, to lift up the children to you this morning, Lord God, praying, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, for the teachers, Lord God, that 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 schools our children, Lord God, that educates our children, Lord God, that influence our children, Lord God, when they are away from our homes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to lift up, Lord God, our communities to you, Lord God. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for the city of Oakland, Lord God. Lord God, I I, I pray, Lord God, for the the the. The, the the homelessness, Lord God, in the city of Oakland, Lord God. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for oh Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, for the mayor and the and, and, and the the superintendent, Lord God, the chief of police, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for this city, Lord God, that they they come to the aid, Lord God, of, of the need of the people, Lord God, especially those, Lord God that are sleeping outside in the elements, Lord God, those that are suffering, Lord God, uh, from mental health issues, Lord, those, Lord God, that are in need of shelter and housing, Lord God, I pray for this city, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for our pastors and our bishops, Lord God, for those, Lord God, that that that's up in the wee hours of the night praying over their congregations, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we continue to lift up our pastors to you this morning, God. Pray, Lord God, that you protect their hearts and their minds, Lord God. Lord God, I lift up my pastor, my bishop, Lord God, Bob Jackson, Lord God, and my entire Acts for Gospel family, God. I pray, Lord God, that you put, oh, Jesus, Lord God, continue, Lord God, to speak, Lord God, over this congregation, Lord God. Lord God, yes, Lord, I also lift up declare victory, Lord God, this prayer line, Lord God, and we give you thanks, Lord God, for the power of prayer, Lord God, and that which we receive, Lord God, when we pray, Lord God. Lord God, we believe. Lord God, we believe in the power of prayer, Lord God, and we pray, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you manifest yourself, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that your will, Lord God, be done in our lives today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for the United States of America, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, as well as the world, Lord God. But right now, Lord God, we have a presidential election. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. 
We say thank you, Lord God, that the heart of the king, Lord God, is in your hand, Lord God. So we pray, Lord God, for your influence, Lord Hallelujah, Lord God, whether they be Democrat or Republican, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for your influence, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, that you regulate the mind, Lord God, of those, Lord God, that are in power, that are in position, Lord God, to Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, to govern this nation, Lord God, from the White House, Lord God, down to the mayor's office, Lord God. We lift them up to you, Lord God, and we say thank you in advance, Lord God, trusting and believing, Lord God, that you are in control. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, that our faith and our trust, Lord God, is in you, Lord God. It is not in man. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. But we continue, Lord God, to lift up this nation to you, Lord God. And pray, hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for our military, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Our family members, Lord God, that are serving, Lord God. Hey, in this, hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. In the armed forces, Lord God, we pray your protection and covering over them as well, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Yes, Lord, we continue, Lord God, that uh, you send the coronavirus back to the pits wherever it comes from, Lord God. Yes, Lord, we continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for those on the front line, Lord God, our front line workers, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We pray your protection and covering over them and their household as well, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. We pray, Lord God. We continue to pray, Lord God, that we repent, Lord God, and that we turn, Lord God, back to you, Lord God, that you may heal our land, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We give thanks, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for loving us, Lord God. It is hallelujah, Lord God, with your love, Lord God, your love. You draw first loved us and you draw us, Lord God, back to you, Lord. For that, Lord God, we say thank you, Lord God. Lord God, we repent, Lord God. Lord God, we cry out for this nation, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, we praise you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we pray for the strength and the power, Lord God, for your will to be done, Lord God, that we go out, Lord God, to the highways and the byways, Lord God, and that we share the good news of the gospel, Lord God. Let now, Lord God, is a critical time, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Right now is a critical time, Lord God. Time for us not to be slack, Lord God, but for us to be busy, Lord God, about your business, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we're still excited. We're still on fire, Lord God. We still are willing, Lord God. We're still praying, Lord God, for the heart of a servant, Lord God that we continue to do your will, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we're still praying for marriages, Lord God. Lord God, we I lift up marriages to you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Family, Lord God. Thank you for family, Lord God. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for your protection and covering, Lord God, for those, Lord God, 
in their union, Lord God, that you bind us together, Lord God, that you strengthen us, Lord God, that you help us, Lord God, to one accord, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to become one, Lord God, in you. And for that, Lord God, I say thank you, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, those that are single, we continue to lift those up to them up to you as well, Lord God, as they serve you, Lord God, in their singleness, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you strengthen them, Lord God, and that you give them what they need, Lord God, to serve you, Lord God, in their singleness, Lord God. And if they desire, Lord God, for marriage, Lord God, hey, that you prepare them, Lord God, for their loved ones that's coming. Hey, in the name of Jesus, we thank you in advance for that as well, Lord God. And I want to ask all everyone online to take their phone off of mute and join me in a collective praise and lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, giving God glory, giving Him thanks for all the Lord. Hey, Hallelujah. 
ask for you, Lord God. As we do ask for water, Lord God, I thirst for you more and more of you, Lord God. Oh God, so infiltrate my spirit and my mind and my body and my thoughts this day, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, God. I praise your name this morning, God. What a great day, Lord God. Blessed be thy name, God. Glory unto your name, God. Hallelujah unto your name, God. Hallelujah, God. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving me, God. Thank you for turning me around, God. Thank you for saving me, God. Thank you for choosing me, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be thy name. I love you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Keep me strong. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For this moment, right now, Lord God, as we prepare, Lord God, to receive Minister Pierre, Lord God, blessing, Lord God, hey, speak through him, hey, hallelujah, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we say thank you, hallelujah, hallelujah, as I pass the call, the call is now in your hands, Minister Pierre, hallelujah. Apostle, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. Andrew, I just sent him a text. I'm waiting for him to respond. For this call, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby, when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, 
that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists 
and some pastors and teachers for the perfect, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait for the sea. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, for whom the whole body fitly joined, together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their minds, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, he being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and in true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, is every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. But all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you.
Good morning, Victory family. Can you hear me? Yeah. Good morning. I'm uh, Apostle Pierre is having um, difficulties with the power. He's had the power outage. So um, Andrew, I'm not sure. He's still going to try to connect. So can you facilitate until uh, Pierre can get on because there's, there's a power outage. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Okay. I will I will do my level best. Oh, uh, just give me a moment, please. Want to talk to to everyone who can hear me just briefly this morning uh, on something that's been on my mind uh, for the last week. Uh, I've had some conversations with with some people on uh, various parts of the spectrum. Some were were died in the wool Christians, you know, been running with the Lord a long time and they're not tired yet. Uh, some were familiar with, with God and the language of the church, but I guess the best way to put it is haven't fully embraced him, uh, them to stern. Uh, more than ceremonial, but uh, they only go in like ankle deep in the water. And and others that are curious about the Lord uh, but don't know him, have not been raised in the church, uh, don't really have anyone to uh, be patient with them regarding the scriptures because they weren't raised in church. They never went to Sunday school. So what they know they usually get from movies or from hearsay. So they've got a lot wrong and a lot of people have been rather mean and, and short with them for not, you know, having all their doctrine, doctrinal ducks, you know, lined up in a row. I've been having conversations with all of those different types for the past week about current events and how they feel this pressure on their mind and even, you know, on their chest. It's causing them a lot of anxiety, being worried about the, not just the political climate, but how politics is personal and what's going on in the political realms is, is translating into their daily lives and how secure they feel in those lives. And they're very, very stressed and very, very worried about it. And what I would, was trying to talk to them about was this psalm that I run to in such time. I mean, there, there are, but the psalms there, the psalms are there for uh, a strong leading post for us. There are prayers and there are psalms together. So there's songs that you can pray 
and there are prayers that you can say. And David, with the, with the spirit guiding him, wove them masterfully. And Solomon and Moses and everyone else, the sons of Asaph, who participated in compiling, you know, writing these that were compiled into the, the finished book, they did an amazing job in terms of the language that they crafted. I wish I could hear the melodies that they played behind them. But Psalm 37 stands out for such a time as this. Verse 1 starts off with, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither is the green herb. So right off the bat, David doesn't mess around, and he hits you with the theme, solidly. Don't get anxious about evil people. Don't wish to be like them. Don't wish to be in their spot, you know, because things seem to be going so well, okay? Because there's more to the story. You just walked in. All you've seen was the trailers to the movie, okay? There's a lot more footage to view, and the story will change. Verse 3 says, trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. So we're not supposed to stress about, you know, is this going to impact my eating? Am I going to be hungry? Because our daily bread was promised. But David is writing this before Jesus told us to take no thought for what we're going to eat or what we're going to wear. Okay, because he said sufficient for the day is the evil thereof. God knows that you need this. God knows that we have to have this. And so he's all ready for his children. He's already made arrangements for that. Don't worry about that. David's telling us that same, same thing for the same reason. Because going back to verse 2, the people that seem to be so invincible, so... Uh, Teflon-like, they will soon be cut down like the grass, and where there is the green herb. So grass shavings that are separated from, from the stock, okay, they turn brown like straw very quickly. Grass, freshly cut grass blows away even in the, in the slightest wind. So he's saying like that's their end. Don't let their strength right now fool you. It's just the appearance of strength. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Our focus should be on God no matter what. We don't look at the periphery. We don't look behind us. We look straight ahead. While we're on the straight and narrow, and we focus our eyes on him, and when we do that, all the stuff on the side, just like if you're sitting in a car in a passenger seat, usually like the shotgun seat, and you're looking straight down the highway, the corner of your eye, you can see what's going on on the sides of the road. It's a blur. Everything is clear and focused 
through that windshield. But when you look through the window with the side view, it's just it's going by faster than you think, and the images aren't easy to discern. And that's what it's going to be like when we get to that other side, when you scan your light. All the things that were happening on the side don't, won't matter. It won't matter what they look like. You won't even remember them fully. You just know you got past them. The sickness, the bereavement, the rejection, the betrayal, the misunderstanding, the abject failures, all of that will be diminished when you get the glory of just, you know, well done, that good and faithful servant. I'm on this side of my blessing, and it's glorious. I have true rest now. God said he was pleased with me. That's the biggest, that's, that's the biggest bonus there is. And so when we get on that side, then a lot of this other doesn't matter. So we should just focus on the Lord himself. Verse 6 says, verse 5 says, Commit thy way unto the Lord, and trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Just serving, loving, obey him. Everything else is taken care of. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment is the noonday. So the difference that you are, even though it clashed with those who didn't fear God or regard people, even though the thing you are clashes with them, it won't be able to be hid or concealed after after time passes because light in darkness always stands out the noon the noonday sun high noon with no cloud cover you know everybody can see it so that difference you are will be noticeable there's no way that you can hide it because there's no bushel god's not going to allow a bushel to cover you because he is the one who sees in secret and he saw what you were doing. He saw what you were up against. And he saw you persevere. He saw you maintain the faith. You did not abandon your calling. Okay. He promised to reward you openly. And part of that reward is having everybody else see the difference you are. It doesn't mean that they'll love you more. It doesn't mean that they'll, you know, cooperate with you more often. It just means they'll see. And that glory will be going back to the Father. He goes on to say, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. In the day and age of social media, so often people want to just, you know, lose their mind, you know, on social media. And David is telling, is reminding us, you know, you're supposed to rest in the Lord. Don't look for confrontation. We're not supposed to be existing 
in an echo chamber either where everybody agrees with us and there's there's no uh, room for you know disagreement or conflict i mean because that's that's if we get to that then we're not witnessing we're not going into the hedges and highways to compel men to pray you compel somebody who doesn't want to go when you go out to witness someone they're not always just going to be hey what do i do to be saved what do i have to do sometimes but mostly it's like no, they're not interested and that's why paul said paul planteth apollonius waters for god giveth the increase so they may not hear me but there's somebody coming behind me maybe they'll hear them they may not hear them but there's someone coming after that they might hear them so it's just our job is just to tell them when and if they listen is not up to us but we will be called on the carpet and before that judgment seat whether we maintained our our mandate did we do our job and what's our job tell them we have to model it in our life we have to speak about it with our words we have to study with our whole being so we can tell them that's where that's our purpose and then when we get weary from people not listening when we get weary of so many people needing to hear how tough it might be to model sometimes because we're flesh too we're supposed to rest in the lord and then wait patiently for him he is not bound by time but he has things done in time and so we have to basically coordinate with him and a lot of times that's just waiting on him to give us next orders he's from anger and forsake wrath but not thyself in any wise to do evil don't mess it up because you lose patience and then you lash out and you speak that which is not right you speak that which is not true you exaggerate you might lie you may say words you shouldn't be saying you, there's a lot that you can do and then oftentimes that's when people see you and it makes a bad witness and then it gives the, the enemies of the lord great occasion to blaspheme and that's problematic so we have to walk a walk a tightrope sometimes but verse 9 says for evildoers shall be cut off again with the same thing the evildoers will be cut off but those that wait upon the lord they shall inherit the earth we will outlast them the things that they scramble so hard the things that they corrupt themselves to win is ours anyway and we'll get it just by doing if we surrender to the lord then we gain the world they lose their soul to possess the world and they don't have it very long that's the that's the christian calculus that's how that math works and so all we have to do is serve him with all our heart and and, and truly love him 
Because if we love him, we'll obey him. If we obey him, then we we're able to rest in him. When we rest in him, we can continue to do the work and not get weary in the well-doing. And then we prosper in the end because he promised us we would. And that's the beauty of dealing with him the way he has everything set up. Not easy, but it's simple. He says, for yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be, yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. So this is God talking yet a little while. That little while may be longer than you're comfortable with, but God is telling you they're going to be cut off. You don't have to worry about when they get on TV and they say threatening things. And the, some of the things that they threaten, kind of like offhanded and glibly, it may impact your retirement. It may make paying for your house more difficult. The food you buy is way more expensive. The things you need, the medicine you need, may not be you know easy to get anymore. And that might make you nervous. But again, if you rest in the Lord and you wait patiently for him, all of this will be taken care of. God's got a million different ways to bless you a million different ways. And again, the calculus, the, the, like, like the calculus of, of the Christian walk is that little is much in his hands. All you have to do is give him that little effort. And then he'll turn that around into a, a huge optical blessing. Everybody can see it. And he'll do it in such a way that nobody mistakes it for your genius. And it's not because you've been so nice. It's the, the hand of God did that. And that's how he gets the glory. And it's a beautiful thing. Verse 11 tells us, but the meat shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. All of this noise that the wicked are, are making, all of the clamor of the cries of anguish and help that the victims are shouting, verse 11 tells us there's going to be an abundance of peace when we get the earth, and we're going to enjoy that. That's, the big, that's one of the big bonuses that peace, because the wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. Just like, uh, like, like a beast, like a rabid animal looking at you growling, slavering from the jaw, just waiting to you know, take a chunk out of you. That's how the wicked stalk us. But the Lord shall laugh at him for he seeth that his day is coming. And God is just looking at him like, you have no idea how close you are. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and the needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. But their sword shall enter into their own heart and their bows shall be broken. Remember the verse, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Okay, the wicked are all, they're not, they're not getting ready. They already have their weapons brandished 
and they're aiming at you. You can't see them. Maybe you're not looking that closely. Again, because you've got your eyes focused on the Lord and he's in front of you. You don't see what they're trying to do. Well, it doesn't matter. Because they may shoot in your general direction, but they're not going to hit you. You know, because the Lord is going to laugh at them. Like, okay, the clock is ticking on you. And you don't know. Anytime you see uh, laughter associated with the Lord, it's derisive laughter. You know, he's laughing because they're just, you know, they're just pitiful or pitiable. And in their pride, they don't know how close to destruction they really are. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. See, a lot of times we miss that point. I'll say that again. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. You know, a lot of times those dreams are to have the car that, you know, costs more than some people will make in a lifetime. To have that dream house with, you know, so many bathrooms that you probably won't even get to them all while you live in that house but uh, like a small house that has peace in it where everybody's healthy and you have enough to eat and the car is running the car that you have is running with no problems and it's cool and you know when it's hot and it's warm when it's cold outside that's hard to get and it's great if you have it because there are some really big houses that have no love. There are some expensive cars that are lonely because only one person is ever in them. And none of that big house and that fine car doesn't matter if you're in a hospital flat on your back and don't know if you ever get out. So that little that a righteous man has is priceless. Not always fun being in that one percent. The Lord knoweth the days. Oh, I'm sorry. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. Now again, if you think back during that time, if you if you had broken arms, you're completely vulnerable. Completely dependent on somebody else. There's no way you can eat. Somebody else would have to prepare your meals and then they have to feed you. Uh, you couldn't bathe yourself. All of your sundry needs would have to be taken care of by someone else. And if nobody is willing to do that, then you don't have much, much life left in you. And so when the arms of the wicked are broken, when that's referenced, I mean, that's just a precursor to their destruction. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. Okay, God knows how long he's given you. That's never going to be a surprise to him. Might be to you, but I tend to not think so. Because all in the scriptures, when the righteous are about to die, 
they always have that sense that they are. Okay, and there's also the verse that comes up, precious in the sight of the Lord is the are the deaths of his saints. The precious in the sight of the Lord are the deaths of his saints. Okay, so like Jesus told us, you know, a sparrow may fall, you know, during the day, and God hath note of it. Are you not more important than many sparrows? So yeah, your death, if you're in the ark of safety, your death is precious in his sight. And he will be there with you in that moment. You will not die by yourself and alone. I, I truly believe that. Speaking of the the upright, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. Not just fed, satisfied. That abundance of peace comes with abundance on other fronts. And that in, in the peace is is a residual product of the abundance of everything else. When you have enough protection, when you have an abundance of food, when you have an abundance of necessities, your your bills are paid. It doesn't matter how much you have left over. If your bills are paid and everybody's healthy or just not getting worse and you have enough to eat and you have clothes on your back, yeah, you can rest. You can just sit back and 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 just you know fall asleep watching the TV. You're not wringing your hands, walking the floor at three in the morning. You know, fretting about like what's going to happen at eight a.m. That abundance of peace is worth its price in gold. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, and to smoke shall they consume away. For all you cooks out there, especially the barbecue masters, okay, when fat hits the fire, it doesn't last very long. There's a splash. The smell is unmistakable, and then it's gone. That's how quickly the wicked are going to be taken off the table even though it seems like they just linger and linger and they won't be quiet and they're high profile and sometimes it's just nauseating and you wonder like where's the where's the off switch when is this coming to pass but we who know the lord and we who know the the word of the lord know it's coming and that's what we have to rest in in the meantime we pray and cover the potential victims, and we pray and cover those who don't fear God or regard the people that they're, they're harming, that they have a change of heart. We sincerely, we who know the word of God, need to pray that and mean it, because we know what's waiting on people like that if they don't repent, if they continue to go on and, you know, blaspheme the name of the Lord 
by what they're doing, not respecting the widow, not uh, being kind to the stranger within our gates, harming the children, okay? This Psalm is telling me what's gonna happen. And so we who know that don't want to see that happen. And so we really sincerely pray for God to intercede. Uh, but it doesn't always happen that they pay attention. Some, sometimes the pride is too, too entrenched. But we ask that the Lord change hearts. But he says, I am he that searches the reins in hearts. So if anyone can do it, it's him. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again. Hmm. Let me say that again. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. Solomon says, he that giveth to the poor lendeth unto God, and he, being God, shall repay them. He also says, uh, he that hateth the poor despiseth his maker. So for all the people that you see saying mean and hurtful things about homeless and other poor people, they're actually, Solomon is saying like they're not actually speaking about them, they're speaking about God. Interesting. David goes on, verse 22, for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. If you're blessed of the Lord, you'll inherit the earth. That's the third time that he's brought that up. The meek, the just, the righteous inheriting the earth. And he's saying that when you're blessed of the Lord, that's another blessing coming around. If you're cursed of him, you're going to be cut off. The evildoers are cursed from of him. They're cut off. Again, you know, they both, both of those equations balance. And then, verse 23, you've heard this statement before. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. So for for those fruit inspectors out there, you can't judge a man's walk by his status at the time you see him. Because he may be in a fallen state. A fallen state meaning maybe he's being chastised, maybe he slipped on his own. Maybe he backslid. Maybe he's in the trial. Maybe he did not like Job. Maybe he did nothing. And God is using him as an example to another. Okay? But God's saying that the steps of a good man are ordered by me. Okay? And that good man, he delights in my way. Okay, so if he does that, if he falls, that's okay. He's not going to be utterly cast down. He won't stay there. 
okay, because I'm protecting him. I'm, I'm, I'm not holding his hand. He's like, the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. So he's in God's hand, literally. God's protecting him. He travels under the Lord's protection, okay? God will say, this far, but no further. That's the best, most secure place to be. Then David continues to say, and this piggybacks onto that statement about though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. David says, I have been young and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. So no matter what happens, no matter how prodigal those children might be, they'll never get to the point where the bottom completely falls out. Why? Because God said they won't. David said, I've seen a lot. I've been around a long time. And I have yet to see the righteous forsaken. God has never abandoned his. Okay? And that blessing creeps down into their seed. They, you know, not, and he doesn't specify how many generations. He just says their seed. So those prayers that go up, stay up. And the Lord honors them. He honors the life that voices those prayers. And his word is true. He says, David says, the Lord, he's referring to the Lord here. He is ever merciful and lendeth. And his seed is blessed. So you can read that both ways. That he's speaking about the Lord. And he's speaking about the good man. The good man is ever merciful. He helps those that might not even like him. He do, does good to those that despitefully use him. Okay? And he lends. He lends to those that don't pay him back. And his seed is blessed. But then when you look at it from the Lord's perspective, the Lord is ever merciful, and he lends us all kinds of stuff, blessings, grace, okay? And the Lord see his children are blessed. They're blessed forever. So David gets back to us, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. So in the midst of these wicked that don't fear God or regard the people, okay? No matter how much what they do or what they don't do vexes us, we're supposed to depart from evil. Don't wish ill on them and do good. Don't stop. Even against the people that are in, in league with them. If we can do good, we should do good. And will dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Okay, again, he's dealing with not just the perpetrators, but the people that they're linked to, because they partake of the, if the gains are ill gotten, you know, they share them, they share the lifestyle. They share the reputation, the, you know, the credibility, 
all the benefits that come from that, they they you know they share that. So they get you know they they get brought into the maelstrom also. And so the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. So when the saints are in the bullseye of those people that don't fear God, so there's really no there's really no uh, barrier to how far they might go or how far they may take it. Okay. We remember the Lord loveth judgment. He's the judge of all. But the fact that he loveth judgment, he's going to make sure that judgment is dispensed. Which takes us back to verse one. Tells you that the wicked will be cut off. So don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Don't fear or don't lose your hope or your peace. God loveth judgment. There will be judgment. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom and his tongue talketh of judgment. That's what we need to be doing. Not kind of glossing over it. Because no, we're supposed to give speak a word in season. If it's in season, it's going to speak about the season. The season now and the season to come. And we're supposed to speak with wisdom. And if we study to show ourselves approved, we have all 66 books of that wisdom to speak to people because a lot of these people, when they get stressed, are not going to pick up a Bible, especially people that aren't practiced in searching the scriptures. To them, it's just a mysterious book that will be more confusing if they open it than it, it is with them not even trying to look into it while it's closed. Where do they start? Do they read about Abraham? Do they read about Samson? Okay, who's this guy, Jephthah? Okay, uh, okay, I opened it and now I'm looking at Onesimus and, 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 and okay, who's Philemon? Uh, I, I, I don't really understand what's going on. Oh, okay, I'm in Revelation now and okay, now this is starting to scare. I, I don't know who this dragon is. If you don't have someone, just like the Ethiopian eunuch told Philip, unless I have a man to explain it to me, I won't know what I'm reading. And so they're not going to pick the Bible up in their home. It, it works online. I mean, the word of God is, is, is easily accessed a bunch of different ways right now. And the people that don't know it, though they have access to it, won't use it because they don't know how. So we who do know the Lord, we who do know the word, we need to be accessible and we need to be forthright and willing to not only model the word for them, but to explain the word in season so that they can see that there is hope to be had. It's not all going, you know, up in smoke. This is not the end of life as we know it. There are people out there talking like it is. And we need to we, we need to help them calm down. 
and give God glory in the midst of it. You know, this is a perfect opportunity for God to be glorified. This is a perfect opportunity for, you know, churches to start filling up. It's funny because there are a lot of people uh, who didn't want to go to church when it was real easy to go to church. All you had to do was just get up and get dressed and go. Didn't even have to put a suit on or like a, a really nice dress. You just you just go and you still wouldn't do it. But so now when the governor said like you can't have church, you have to stay home. Now that you know, and stuff is bad where they need the church because the church would give make them feel better. They you know they would need it for comfort just to hear some reassuring words that God had spoken because they can't find it themselves. Now you can't do that. You can't go there. And people are, you know, really, really getting anxious. And I, I can't stress that enough. People are starting to wig out, especially people who uh, are familiar enough with the word of God to know better but they're doing it too because the cares of life are magnifying. It's hitting them on a lot of different fronts and they're not, they don't know enough of the word to know where to go to, to get their, to get their relief. And that's why it, 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 it behooves us to know the word of God, who know the Lord to explain it to them in season, not just have them, you know, sit underneath, leave you for an hour sermon but but just tell them what the word says and let the spirit do the rest for them it says the law of his god the righteous again the law of his god is in his heart none of his steps shall slide if we just hold on we'll be we'll be held beautiful the wicked watches the righteous and seeketh to slay him. Remember, he's got his his arrows ready and his bow is drawn. And when he sees you, he wants to kill you. He wants to kill you as many different ways as possible. He wants to kill you by having you breathe bad air. He wants to kill you by having you drink diseased water. He wants to kill you by affecting how much your medicine costs already like the environment is jacking up your body because the toxins start to build after a while and stuff starts to go wrong well you, you might not have the insurance that you used to have each year the insurance policies cover less and less and when you read a policy there's going to be a lot of print on the policy the way insurance law works if the policy doesn't say it's not covered, then it's assumed that it's covered. So all of that print is all the stuff they won't cover. And so basically when you're looking at a policy, whether to buy it or not, all you have to do is just start looking, reading the language. It's dry. And if you're not used to reading legalese, you may miss a few things, but Basically, all of that stuff is what they're not touching. And each year, 
that list grows, it gets bigger for the stuff that they're not covering. They're seeking to slay you. And they'll slay you in, 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 in a bunch of different ways. Okay? But our salvation is this. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. <laughs> Let me read that again. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Then David says, wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. Here's a clincher. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. You'll still be around when they're cut off. Because that's the, that's the finalization of the testimony. He said, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Because it, like the grass, they shall, soon, they shall soon be cut off like the grass. And they shall wither as the green earth. Okay, and that's fine and good. Because you trust in his word because his word is true because he is truth. But you might not see it. David's like, you're going to see it. And when you see it, shout hallelujah because his word is true. Just another factor in your testimony that the God keeps his word. He says, you shall see it. And then David says, I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. For those crooks out there, just think of bay leaves and how even in dried form, they still have a pretty strong aroma. They affect the taste, a complex taste in any broth they're boiled in. They change the flavor of the food with just a small portion. Imagine an entire tree filled with these leaves. Greens still have nutrients flowing through them. And then the wind blows. You know a tree like that is somewhere near because it's unmistakable. The presence is, is like screaming at you. Notice me. Then when you see it, it's a big tree. It's a shady tree. It, 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 it's one of the more remarkable trees around. And David said, I've seen the wicked being very visual, optical, can't miss them, huge, you know, and they announce themselves before you even see them. Okay, so nobody is going to say I, they didn't notice them. He's saying, like, I saw the wicked spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Okay? When I, when, I read, when I read this, the first name I think of is Saul. Saul tried to kill David for years. And he had great power. And there were a lot of people in the land that would want to curry Saul's favor. And when they knew Saul wanted David dead, all they have to do is help Saul find him and, you know, Saul will be, you know, presenting gifts to him because, you know, that's how badly Saul wanted David dead. And so David saw him, you know, spreading himself like a green bay tree. It got so bad, David had to live with the Philistines for, for a short period of time. It got so bad that David had his mom and dad 
lived with the king of Edom. Edom was Israel's enemy. But David went to him and said, could you protect my parents? And the king said, yeah. And, and from that point on, you don't hear of Jesse or David's mom anymore. But the king of Edom protected him because Saul wouldn't touch, wouldn't go that far to go after them. But David wasn't going to let, let it be left a chance that his parents would still be at the ancestral home and Saul sent people down to take him. Herod was killing babies. You know, Saul could do the same, just with the elderly. So David has that has that perspective that, you know, he was alive, an older man writing this, and his history, his personal history with God was God protected me from the wicked man. He protected me from Goliath. He protected me from Saul. He protected me from the Philistine lords that tried to move against me. He protected me from Absalom, my son, who wanted my head, and everybody else in between. So I extol the Most High God the Lord of hosts, for he is my protection. He says, mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. Why? Because if the man is upright, if the man is perfect, then he is resting in the Lord. And that's what our peace is. You can't have peace any other way. You may have a respite any other way, but a respite is not peace. That's just a cessation from strife. But if anything is in secession, it will be in session again shortly, maybe quicker than you want, maybe quicker than you think. Okay, but when you have peace, there's just a, an abnormal calm that is not disrupted. That's what we get from resting in the Lord. Because he can see the end from the beginning. Nothing can sneak up on you. Nothing. It's just, and then you can commune with him. David talked about, you know, inquiring in, in you know, being in, in the Lord's temple, inquiring in the beauty of the Lord. And just being in his temple just being near him, just listening to what he might say, listening to all the other stories of praise about how God got them through, got them over, is strengthening. That's why it's good for church services to have testimonies because my heart might be heavy and I might just be in need to hear what he did for you to get you through your week. Because, see, I'm going to have a week just like that next week. And right now, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm a little unsure. I know he can. I'm just at the point where I'm not sure if he will. And so you need to tell me what he did so that I can walk out saying, I know he will. Because James tells us if I pray and I don't believe, I'm not going to get it. So that thinking that he might 
is me not getting it. I need to know that he will. And I want to say that, oh, man, but for the for all the strength I have, that's what I want to say. But the enemy is whispering in that other ear, and people have disappointed me. God's never disappointed me, but the people have. Friends, family, those closest to me have betrayed me, left me hanging. And I'm just like, maybe God's just going to dog me too. He's never dogged me before, but, you know, maybe he's due. And that's, that's not of God. That language needs to be smacked out of our mouths. And so sometimes I just need, I just need a reminder. And that's where the reminders come from. But the transgressor shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off but the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Amen. Well, was there anyone who got on the call after we, we began and didn't get a chance to say hi? If so, now is your time. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Brother Andrew. This is Mr. Denise. I really hi, enjoyed Mr. your Denise. teaching. <laughs> hi. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, there were so many just like golden nuggets that um, really spoke to my spirit and my mind in my heart and I'm grateful that you um, were able to share today and uh, I hope you have a beautiful birthday thank you thank you you as well no this this, this psalm was uh, this psalm was one of my favorites just because you know uh, I'm not a teenager anymore and and life life can life every day is difficult and but when things get when things get fixed, I always run back to that. This, this is where I start. And there are other songs and other uh, passages that give me strength, but it starts with Psalm 37 because uh, David's just letting you know. David, I, I'm, I'm thinking about like where I am on the chessboard now, and I see the pieces moving around me. And they're closing in on me, and they're hemming me in. David is speaking from the end game, and saying that, okay, yeah, but I'm over here on the back row, and we've already had checkmate, and it was a lovely game. You know, there I was never in, you know, I was never in danger of losing it at any time, because my king took care of me, and the Holy Spirit was always with me. Good morning, Sometimes Brother Andrew. Yeah, Brother good Andrew. Morning. That was amazing. This is Dee. You did an amazing job. You covered when I say everything. I just want to jump <laughs> in real quick because it's seven, almost seven thirty-seven, and I don't know if people, you know, have to get moving. But thank you for being ready. That's the part that I wanted to thank you for because we know things happen. Um, but for you to be ready and to break that scripture down in the way that you did, it's amazing. I just want to tell you, thank you, brother. And you really blessed. Like I said, you did the whole, 
Never heard it broken down like that. And you are always um, well-versed in how you share. I just want to thank you for that and um, have a wonderful, blessed day. I'm going back on mute because I'm at work. All right. Thank you, Didi. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Anybody else? I know we're, we're, we're over our time. I apologize for that. If there be no one else, then I will close with a short prayer. All wise and powerful God, given every good and perfect gift, author and finisher of our faith. Father God, as we bow before you in our spirits, we want to thank you for this morning. We want to thank you for this time on the call. We want to thank you for every heart on the call this morning. We want to thank you, Father, for the day that you've ordained before us. Go with us and go before us, Father. Make easy our way. Protect us to and fro and strengthen us, Father. And give us a word to speak in season to those hearts that are hurting. And, and cover us, Father, that as we continue to live in your name, that we live strong and up to our privilege in your house. These are the blessings we ask in Jesus' name. For sake we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everybody. Amen. Have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Good job. Have a blessed day, everybody. All right. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Be safe, guys. Love you. I love you. Good day. Love you, girlfriend. Have a good day. Great job, Andrew. That's good,
Thank you. 